This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Brought to you by EPOS. Bad audio and back-to-back calls leaving you exhausted? Bad audio should not mean a bad day. Let EPOS help you find the right solution and learn more at eposaudio.com. That's eposaudio.com. Ramp raises $30 million as the battle to own corporate spend heats up. By Alex Wilhelm. Corporate spend management startup Ramp has raised $30 million more in a new round, it announced today. TechCrunch covered Ramp's launch earlier this year when it also detailed that it had raised around $23 million up to that point. The startup raised its latest round in August of 2020, with conversations about the deal kicking off in June. The new capital is Ramp's second priced raise after its August 2019 seed round worth $8 million and the first after its February 2020 era $15 million raise. D1 and Co2 were new investors in this new investment, which included some prior backers. Ramp CEO Eric Gleiman called the new equity something akin to a Series A3 noting that it had effectively reused docs from a preceding round, albeit with a new price attached. Venture history purists could argue that Ramp's new raise was the company's Series B, the second priced round after its seed, or that it's really a Series C, as the startup seed round was as big as a 2000s-era A and was also a priced event. Whatever. Ramp didn't need the funds. Per Gleiman, the startup still had part of its original seed round in the bank when it raised the latest check. That implies that the company had more than $45 million in cash as of August 2020. Asked why he raised the capital if it wasn't needed, the CEO told TechCrunch that its new investors had, quote-unquote, pretty unbelievable investment track records. And Gleiman added that the round was attractively priced, limiting dilution. The exec also said that having the new funds helped Ramp hire more aggressively with confidence. But while the round is interesting to a degree, more intriguing is the space in which Ramp competes. So let's talk about the power of software and when the startup and its competitors might start charging more for their deployed code. Software. Ramp competes for market share in corporate spend management an active vertical with a number of venture-backed players. That actor density has generated a level of competition that has rewritten the ground rules for getting credit and charge cards into the hands of companies. The table stakes are higher than ever in the niche. Why? Because issuing credit and debit cards to consumers and corporations has largely been commoditized, causing startups hunting for slices of spend via interchange to build 
increasingly powerful software suites around their original products. If you can't entice new customers with fancy cards, how about lots of digital tooling built around Spend itself to help your company manage and limit cash outflows? The examples of this trend are Myriad, Brex built out a cash management solution, for example, and expense management tools. Ramp itself launched expense management software of its own this year, and Divi has a similar service along with other card-related software tools. Venture capitalists have poured $55 million into Ramp, by our count, north of $400 million into Brex, not counting debt raised by the unicorn, and more than $250 million into Divi. So the game of building increasingly robust software stacks atop corporate cards is one to watch, as the scale of venture bets made on the key players in the space is titanic. Ramp is dropping new code with its funding news, underscoring the point. The company recently added vendor management tooling and is now adding reimbursing capabilities so that employees can be paid back for expenses not made on the startup's cards. Which of the three has the best software stack? Well, they each think that they do, we reckon. The result of the efforts by Ramp and its competitors to build out software around their card offerings has been rapid customer growth. Divi, reached this week concerning its own metrics, told TechCrunch that it's seen its customer number expand 120% in 2020 and total spend on its platform rise 100% this year. Abrex declined to share growth metrics. Ramp announced its own growth figures as part of its news passel, including it reached $100 million in spend on its platform in the first 18 months following its incorporation a somewhat non-gap time frame, we admit, and that a quarter of the total spend that it supported for corporations was recorded in the last 30 days. There appears to be plenty of market for the startups to grow into, just as there's plenty of capital available for them to tap. To close, a question. When will corporate spend management startups flip the switch and start to charge for their software suite? Currently, the trio make money largely from interchange, collecting a tiny piece of transactions that they power with their cards. This scales well and keeps friction of signing up new customers low. After all, who doesn't want a free set of financial tooling? But eventually, they will charge for their software. SAAS revenue is simply too high-valued to not go after at some point. Perhaps that day will mark the end of the corporate spend logo grab and the start of the software niche's maturation, at which point I expect new competitors to sprout up and the cycle to repeat. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.